leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Dan McCarthy from the Twins and Losses Super Show, and you guys are listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Welcome back to Hard Day Diaries. I'm your host, Andy Matfield. Today we welcome in Minneapolis-based comedian Ira Ford. Hey, I'm Ira Ford, and you're listening to me talk. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are we going to talk about? What's your... your favorite holidays. My favorite holidays? Oh, man. There's just so many of them. Well, uh, I mean, your, your one favorite holiday. My one holiday. favorite? Holiday. Holiday? Uh, like, are we talking about the gas station? No. Oh, because I'm a big fan of those. Yeah. Have you had their food? Uh, no. Oh man, it will wreck you. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, I bet it will. <laughs> <laughs> it, it totally does. Yeah. My favorite holiday. Uh, I mean, I, a lot of people say Halloween. I like a ho- I like a nice solid Halloween. Yeah, I like Halloween too. But, but uh, my favorite holiday of all time is Thanksgiving. I'm gonna tell you about this. The time I missed uh, Hall- uh, Halloween. You missed Halloween on Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, man, I, I missed Halloween <clears throat> Thanksgiving. <clears throat> it was a really confusing time for me. What happened? I was uh, in the hospital. I was hitting the head with a baseball bat. Holy shit. Yeah, man. I died twice and had a stroke. When I came to, it was uh, November 15th, 2003 when I got hit. I came to around after Thanksgiving. So were you in a coma that whole time, or yes. were you just like lucid? Yes, I was in the coma. I don't think I started off in the coma because I remembered being in the fight. Well, let me start from the beginning. I was in the fight. Okay, tell me more. I was uh, at a fight at a house party, and uh, I don't know what started this fight. All I knew was uh, my my friend uh, was fighting. Somebody in this house party, and I've never been to this house, and like, um, the cause of the fight was irrelevant to me at the time because I was drunk, and it was my birthday weekend. It was three days after my birthday. I was like uh, 22, yeah, 2003, I was 22. So I was already like just, just fucking wild for the night, fuck being polite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, the thing was, like, uh, <laughs> just the fight just broke out, like, out of the blue. And I remember it spilling out into the street, and I was like, well, my homeboy's fighting. I He's not going to fight alone. So I started fighting, and uh, the rest of us started fighting slowly but surely. This fight spilled out into the street, and um, little did I know, or did we know, I think my homeboy that started the fight knew that we were fighting uh, the person that was throwing the party. 
Oh. Yeah. That's so the perfect that, person to fight. Yeah, that would that that, that that's what all his friends. Those were all his friends. Oh no. Yeah. And it was seven of us. It was like thirty five of them. So this is like seven people a person. I don't hang with any slouches by yeah. any means. Uh we all were fighting uh, and and we got the best of them. Uh, I think uh, the only person that didn't fight was he was a big talker at the time, and uh, yeah, I mean he just like kind of weaseled his way into the friendship. Yeah, man, uh, we did some damage. We got out of there pretty clean. The guy who was fighting in the first place, my friend, he was like, "I want to go back." I was I was talking to him on the phone. I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "I just want to go back and just." Fuck these niggas out. Wow. He's like, round two. Yeah. Fight. fight. Begin. I was like, well, I'm not going to let you go back by yourself. We were in two different cars at the time. And, uh, and, and then the guy that was in his car called the people. Called the people we were going, we were going back to fight. Prepare for a fight. He's we're like, coming yeah, back. You're, we're coming back, man. You better be ready. <laughs> they were ready. We were not. They had like... Broomsticks, nunchucks, fucking baseball bats, kitchen sink pipes, and all of that shit. And, uh, I mean, uh, we still gave it to him. I mean, uh, the guy, he had a Jeep, and he, he, I remember seeing him park the Jeep. I mean, like, stop the Jeep, and just dudes were opening the doors up and, like, just fight, like, put the car in park, (laughs) and the car just rolled down the street. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've seen. <laughs> oh my god! Even the Jeep doesn't want a part of yeah, this. Yeah, he's like, like, "Yep, I'm out. I'm I'll out, pass. man." You guys are on your own. We stopped the car and we got out, and everybody was so like so focused on the guy in the Jeep that uh, we just snuck up behind him and fucking started started fighting them. And uh, my other friend, he wasn't really good at fighting, but he had heart. Everybody, every, every click needs one of those guys, right? He's like not really good at fighting, but yeah, I mean he can like take one or two people out of the equation to like yeah, let him just beat feel up. Bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's just like I mean just let him be the crash test dummy. I don't know. I mean he he couldn't fight really well, and he's getting beat up with a broomstick handle. Jesus. He was like crouched down and hands over his head and was like <laughs> he was getting hit with a broomstick handle and I was like that's that's my homeboy. I mean, you can't I mean, you're not going to bitch him like that. I mean, for lack of a better word, and he looked up at me and he swung the the broomstick handle and broke it on my face like on my eye I mean like on uh, eye socket and uh cut me really good. That's why I'm so pretty. So um, I just laughed it off because I was fucking drunk. I was fucking hammered fighting these guys. And uh, I just laughed it off and just started beating him up. And I took the broomstick handle and I, like, I, like told, my, told my homeboy to just stand up and just go to the car. Could have used them some more. You know I mean, to take some more bodies off the, the, the field. But uh, I just... Chose to tell him to go to the car, and I mean, he he obliged him because he knew he was he had no uh, hands in that fight. And uh, the next thing I know is uh, I see like something is getting swung at my face. So I catch it with my left hand, and it tears like the webbing 
Oh, like right here? Yeah. Tears the webbing in my finger. I mean, like in my thumb and... Yeah, in between the, your thumb and finger. Yeah, the, and the thumb and index. And I'm like, ow! And I, I mean, being drunk, if you can feel pain, it's some serious pain. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. some serious shit. So I hold on to this thing, and I kick the guy that, that's on it off of it, and I see it was a baseball bat. It's fucking Louisville Slugger. And I just go to town on these people with it. And uh, it was, I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't anything, it, it wasn't pretty, but I mean, like, uh, we were outnumbered. What do you want me to do? Yeah, and they're using you know, pipes and yeah, yeah, I mean, broom just, handles and yeah, obviously Louisville sluggers. Fucking nunchucks, fucking like anything they can get their hands on that, that wasn't their hands. So I'm like hitting people left and right with this bat, trying to uh, thin out the herd. But uh, I'm hitting people with this bag, and, uh, and my homeboys are and like, uh, and I, I guess they're doing whatever they can do to uh, keep them at bay. I don't know what happened to the guy that called ahead and told them when we were coming back. I hope he got fucking murdered. Just ordered up an ass whooping? Yeah. Oh, man. That guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, like I said, I was hammered. And I got blindsided, tackled, and, like, I dropped the bet because uh, being tackled is uh, all that matters at that point in time. I, I don't I don't know why I dropped the bet, but uh, somebody else picked it up who was on the opposing side, and uh, I don't remember no, what okay. happened next. And now all I remember was waking up in the hospital, and, like, Christmas lights were up. And I was like, what the fuck happened to Thanksgiving? What the fuck happened to Thanksgiving, man? I was like looking forward to Thanksgiving, and uh, it's no longer here. I time traveled. I quantum leaped into Christmas. That's the Christmas. I mean, that's the that's the Christmas. That's the uh, Thanksgiving that uh, I wonder about. You know, it could have been like the bombest Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I, I, I could have had anything. That Thanksgiving could have had a turducken. That my yeah. dad or my family didn't eat because they were worried about me. I was like, oh, I just want them here. Damn it, I really love this one. <laughs> so what what did the uh, recovery look like? You said you had a stroke and died twice. What was um, when you woke up? Were you just like, ah, my right hand doesn't work the way it did? I, I didn't even notice because I was so drugged up that uh, my right hand wasn't uh, working. I mean, actually, the doctor said... I was going to be a vegetable for the rest of my life because my injuries were too far. I mean, like off the charts. Like he's he was like, "Wow, I've never seen anyone get beat up this bad, and like not be a vegetable." Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, from what I was told, I didn't even look like myself. It was like uh, my friends would come in there and like sit with me and like in my comatose state, and they were like. Wow, man, he doesn't even look like himself. And, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, I, I do remember waking up one night, and I don't know if it's a hallucination or a vivid memory or a dream, but a nurse came in, and she was, like, checking out my IVs and, like, my, like, heart monitor and shit, and uh, she was very professional, and then she was like, you're going to die soon. And I started speaking Spanish. I started speaking Spanish, and I don't know a lick of it. I was like, mira, mira, 
Spanish. <laughs> Spanish words. Wow. Yeah, man. And was that, that was obviously after you woke up, but do you remember anything from the coma? Like, do you remember? Because uh, I know some people like Not too weird... much from the coma. I remember dying. The first time I died was in the helicopter on the way to uh, John Hopkins. Uh, I'm from Maryland. John Hopkins is a hospital uh, world-renowned for its uh, things that they do medically. I was, uh, I died one time in the, I mean, in the helicopter, and I remember dying because I didn't care about shit. I didn't care about shit. All I saw was black, and I didn't care about shit. And then I came back, and I thought I was in the military. I thought I was in the military, and it was like getting airdropped. Oh, wow, because you're in a helicopter. Yeah, and it smelled like a, a military facility. Now, uh, my dad's been in the military for over over 20 years. I know what a military Basis. vehicle smells like. No, very clean, like a hospital. And then uh, I died again when I got to the hospital. I thought I was Blade. You thought you were Blade? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I remember him, like, saying, like, who's the president? And uh, who, I mean, who's your, I mean, what year is this? I mean, like, trying to figure out where I was mentally. He was like, who's the president? And I was like, an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like Blade. Like, just like Blade. So um, I died after they questioned me. And... I don't I don't remember anything and up until I came out of the coma I was like what the fuck happened at Thanksgiving what uh what the recovery process look like oh yeah it was uh, a lot of uh frustration on my part it was a lot of frustration on the uh, the faculty's part too because I was I was I was something I was uh, something uh, it took me two and a half months to recover Enough to like leave. Yeah, I had like to go through rehab and all that shit. Uh, I had to learn how to walk and talk it again. I mean, that was like the most frustrating shit because you know how to walk. Just put one foot in front of the other. Fucking keep your body stable enough to I mean, keep you balanced. That shit doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, you you have to figure out how to walk again like a toddler. You know. You hold yourself up on these like balance beams, and I mean, it's it's, it's frustrating. the The whole process. Uh, I remember one time I was uh, getting ready to go home for Christmas, or it was either Christmas or New Year. No, it couldn't have been Christmas. I don't know some 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 holiday I was going to go home for, and I was like all excited, and the guy was like. You better calm down, man. You're getting dramatically close to having a heart attack because I was so like anxious to get out of there because I spent so much time in there already. And uh, he was like, "We're going to hold on to you like until like two or three o'clock. See if your blood pressure lowers or just is just elevated because we don't want you to have a heart attack outside where we can help you." And uh, my blood pressure didn't go down, and they were like, "We're going to just." Hold you here. You can't go home. Oh. And I was like so mad. I was so mad. I willed. I mean, like I, I was in a wheelchair. 
I willed myself out of the room, and I know that they uh, have a thing, uh, a button to press to let you in and out. So I stood up out of the wheelchair, reached under the the like counter, opened the door, sat in the wheelchair, and like started willing myself to the uh, to the, to the door. And the guy just grabbed the back of my wheelchair, so I couldn't move anymore. So I, I mean, uh, my my right leg was like uh, uh, damaged too. So I just started like hopping towards the wind. I mean, uh, the the door. So then, like uh, a whole bunch of other faculty members, like pinned me against the wall, and I was like, "Yo, I wasn't talking like this." Yeah, I mean, I had like a stutter and a, a really bad lisp. So yeah, I mean, I was like saying, "Let me go, or I'm gonna start swinging on you." And I, they didn't understand me, I guess. So I started swinging on them, and I, I hit a couple of them. And uh, that, that just goes to show how much restraint these guys have. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, man. Because uh, I was missing part of my skull, you know? Wow. Yeah, yeah I mean, they they could have easily just, like, took me, took, took me out of the game. Yeah, I mean, just like, yeah, just like, sit down. That's a quick reset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, a couple of days later, yeah, I mean, they, they had me strapped to the bed and everything. Yeah, I mean, uh I was like a loose cannon. It was like, yo, this this nigga doesn't deserve to be here. That he doesn't deserve to live. And he's like, uh, but uh, a couple of days later, the same like guy came in there that I hit, and he was like, you're strong, man. You can hit really really good with with a bad right hand too. You're really, I mean, you're really that's uh, that's amazing. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like the whole time. I was so pissed. I was like, yeah, don't you forget it, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? As time went on, I mean, we got a uh, we we got we got cool. I didn't get cool with this one uh female nurse. I was wearing a diaper. Oh no. Yeah. I suppose you kind of have to. Yeah. But they were giving me these uh no shit pills. You know? I'm like I couldn't take a shit. They call them stool softeners, but I don't. I mean, they 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 clogged me up. So I was uh, on these stool softeners, and I I mean I I just like had to take a shit one day. I mean I was like really bad, and I had a trach in my throat, so I couldn't speak. So I would hold two fingers up, and like mm mm mm, and she would just like mock me. She was like, mm, mm, mm. So hold, hold up to her, her, her two fingers. And I was like, check this cool shit out. And I shit in my diaper. And she had to change me. <laughs> <laughs> That's instant karma. Right. I mean, she should have seen that coming. Right. She was like, why did you do that? Why did you do that? I was like, mm, mm. Like, even holding up two fingers. And she was fucking heated. How long was your recovery? Like, how long were you there for? Uh, uh, like I said, uh, uh Two and a half months. That's yeah. a pretty good turnaround, though. For yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they just wanted twice. to get me out of there, man. I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, they they said uh, he was like when I first went there, and then when I first woke up and like knew what was going on, they were like, "We're gonna get your motor skills back on your on your hand to where as though you can touch. I mean, like your fingers to your thumb." And then I just went 
wild because I didn't want to be there. They, I mean, it was frustrating to learn stuff like that I already knew how to do. So he was like, "Yep, fuck him." I mean, he didn't. He, I mean, he doesn't have insurance. If we're doing this, I mean, shit for free, damn near, and just let him go. So they let me go. What's the greatest thing you learned from that? Like something that you think of every day, or basically uh, a couple of things. I mean, like uh, if you don't have insurance and they're taking care of you, be nice to them. You know, they can say fuck you. Learn it on your own. Uh, yeah, I mean, they 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 have the the most stressful job, I think. Yeah, I mean, like uh, they say, cops have the most stressful job, but they only get shot at like once a year. I mean, mm-hmm. they, these motherfuckers are out here fucking getting shit and piss thrown on them. And, I mean, like, for, I mean, they don't, they didn't even do anything to, to cause it. I mean, they're just, the patients just are just, like, mad. I didn't throw shit on anybody or piss on anybody, just in case uh, anybody's wondering. But you could have. Yeah, but I could have. I, I could have at least pissed on them. I, I was on a lot of stool softeners. <laughs> <laughs> I was on so many stool softeners. And the second thing I learned is uh, like, just like being patient, man. And it's like uh, you're not going to learn things right off the bat. You know what I mean? If uh, you do, you're cheating. You, you just like try that at home. Yeah, don't skip steps. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man. Yeah. That was, uh, that was my, my hospital stay. Oh, something funny. They took me over to stool softeners for like... The, the like half month that I was there, and I still couldn't walk correctly because I was so doped up, and uh, I was like, I gotta take a shit. Yeah, I mean, it was like really, really bad, really bad. I don't even know why we're talking about this. I just gotta go right now. And uh, they were like, Well, you can't go to the bathroom by yourself because you can't walk. Somebody's gotta stay in there with you while you <laughs> while you're shitting. And it was uh, my friend, my friend, my best friend at the time, Kristen, and my manager at the time, Kenny, and who was my, I mean, also my best friend. And uh, it was a nurse there. Yeah, I mean, and that's her job. And she was like, well, who do you want to go in there with you? And I didn't know the nurse was the option. Because I don't, I, I mean, at the time, I didn't give a fuck about these people. <laughs> so then I was like, well, Kenny or Kristen, Kenny or Kristen. And like, Kristen was like, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. And I wanted to fuck Kristen at the time, even though she was my best friend. So I was like, I, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to do that to you. Uh, and I'll, I'll just take Kenny. And Kenny did not want to go at all. So then I, he was like, well, yeah, I mean, he has to stick his shit. I mean, and what, what am I supposed to do? So <laughs> we go to the bathroom, and he was like, I mean, trying to help me with my, like, diaper. Because I was still still in diapers. He was trying to help me with my diaper. I was like, nah, man, just go over there, and I'll call you. I mean, I'll contact you when, when this uh, situation is done. And uh, I forgot I had nerve damage in my hand. So when I went to wipe my ass, just like the toilet paper dropped. Oh, no. Every time, like I mean, like just like clean toilet paper. It's just like I mean, just dropped on the ground. So I started using my left hand, and it sucked. So uh, Kenny was like, "Are you about done? It smells like you're about done." And I was like, "Yeah." I mean, I couldn't talk because I still had trach, and I was like, mm, 
So then he turned around. <laughs> he turned around and I was like mid wipe. It was like folding the the paper up and he saw the sh- the shit on the uh, the toilet paper and I I thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I was like, I mean, it was like a deer in the headlights. She was like, "Ah, you caught me." <laughs> he was like, "You caught me." Uh-oh, busted. But uh it was uh, not that bad. They they fed me and uh, physical therapied me, and here I am telling jokes. It's supposed to be a vegetable. How did you get into comedy? Uh, I got too old to rap. Uh, I was a rapper, and uh, I mean, for the majority of my teenage and adult life, I got into comedy because I mean, I was all I thought I was always funny, and uh, I had a knack for making people laugh. That caused me to think I was always funny. And uh, I turned 31, and I was like, fuck it. Mumble rap is here to stay, so I might as well see what this joke life is about. I mean, it's it's the same thing. Joke life is here to stay. I mean, it's like, uh, I I mean, once I got that first laugh at O'Brien's, uh, it was like a dope fiend chasing the dragon. I mean, it was like... I've never felt like this before. Even even on stage doing comedy, I mean, uh, doing doing my like a uh, lyricist thing. Um, it's nothing to make people nod their heads to a beat. That's a hypnotic you know I mean? thing. Just just not listening to the words. Just like, oh, that's a sick ass beat. Oh, uh, that one song that you played. I don't I don't even know what you said, but the fucking beat was sick. Yeah, I mean, they have to listen to you. So yeah, I mean, it's like the first joke I told. I told it about. I mean, it was about my friend Kenny, uh, not the the toilet paper shit, but uh, and, yeah, I mean, and just like I shit myself in front of him. I mean, trying trying to be cool because I, I mean, uh, I would like hit this. Uh, and, uh, and, I mean, I, I I used to think it was funny. Every time I I farted, I would like, like hit, a, I mean, like hit this chop. like karate pose, and then like it would, and everybody would look at me and I was like, Burr. yeah, I mean. <laughs> And uh, that wasn't the case at this time. It was like real shit. And uh, and I, I mean, I I shit. And I was like, oh. And I was like in an alleyway. So I was like, yo, Kenny, just like make sure nobody's, I mean, coming this way. I'm going to just take these underwear off and just like uh, wipe my ass with them and just leave them here. I mean, we're going to keep the night going because we're going to a bar. And I, I was like, just don't tell anybody. And the next day, everybody knew. Everybody knew that I shit myself. And uh, he, I was like, yo, I, I told, I thought I told you not to tell anybody. He was like, I didn't tell anybody. I just told my fiance, and she told everybody. Oh man! And I was like, what the fuck? So that was my first joke, and. I mean, everybody laughed at it. I was like, this this is the great feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's like demeaning. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, like, I get to talk about myself in a healthy environment, you know? And then, yeah, I mean, I, I was uh, I was doing it ever since. That's awesome. Yeah, 31. I was, uh, I'm, I'm 36 now, so. That's, yeah, I started, I think, late 29, almost 30. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's weird when you start older. Because you're yeah. just like, you see all the the younger kids coming up, and you're like, what? Right, right. How the fuck did you get the nerve to do this so young? Right. I barely have the nerve to do it now. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I, even if, I mean, 
if I didn't start rapping, I would have did comedy much younger, and I would I would be like where I'm at now, I guess. And I, I, I don't I don't know, but yeah. comedy was always a part of my life. I mean, is yeah, I mean, as it was for any any comic. Yeah, you know, it's always something there. You don't you don't you don't uh, just wake up one day, never like heard of Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy or George Carlin uh, stand up and was like, oh. I was just thinking I'll do stand up. Get on stage. I'm gonna invent something new. Grab yeah. me a microphone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no such thing as a comic-free comic. You know. It's, I mean, it's like a comic that never watched anything stand up or funny. Yeah, you had to see something. Yeah. I know. I, I remember when I was like, oh, stand-up comedy. I like that. It was a <laughs> talent show in like third grade. Right. My buddy Jared got on stage and he's like, "You want to see an impression of or my impression of Elvis?" And everyone's like, "Yeah." And then he crossed his arms like he was in a coffin and I was like, "Oh. <laughs> dark jokes, that's what I like." Right. Right. <laughs> Ever yeah. since that was like that was the moment for me. I try to go dark, but every time I I go dark, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. I I I just find uh, some light in there and just ruin the whole like concept of my joke. You got. I mean, the thing with dark jokes is you've got to connect with the audience. Yeah. You know, it's they've got to know it's going to be okay. Right. And the light will come through. It just has to. Um, or you could steer so hard into the dark joke that by the time you get done, everyone's like, was it, that was just a story? That's right. Just, that was just a thing that happened to you? Right. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've done. That's a big mistake on my part. How do you feel, man? Feel good? Yeah, I feel good. I feel great. I got that uh, monkey off my back. Now, I mean, if anybody ever asks me what happened to me, just tell them to listen to your podcast. <laughs> Even better. Cool, man. Well, I think think we did it. We got it. What time is it? That does it for this episode of Hard Day Diaries. Thanks for listening to Thanksgiving with Ira Ford. You can find Ira performing throughout the Twin Cities area. You can follow me on social media at Mattfield. You can also follow the podcast at Hard Day Diaries on Instagram. If you want to see me in person, check out andymatfield.com. Thanks as always for listening. Please remember to like, share, rate, subscribe. And if you want to be on the show, hit me up. And remember, tell me your hard days. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.